Hello, medicos. So today we are with new lecture that is pleural effusion. And in this lecture, we will not only talk about pleural effusion, but also we will see a clinical case and we will discuss that case. So I am making it more clinical oriented. From next time onwards, the lectures I will make it will be more clinical oriented with case. So coming to the pleural effusion, as you know, pleural effusion is the accumulation of serous fluid in the pleural cavity. What can cause it? The causes can be transudative and exudative. Transudative can be congenital uh, cardiac failure and uh, cirrhosis of liver, nephrotic syndrome, peritoneal dialysis, hypoalbuminemia, atelectasis, constrictive pericarditis, hypothyroidism, and executive exudative uh, can be neoplasm, metaplastic disease, or mesothelioma. Infectious disease can be like bacterial, viral, fungal, parasitic, or uh, TB like. And pulmonary embolism, collagen vascular disease can be like rheumatoid arthritis, SLE, and gastrointestinal disease like esophageal perforation, pancreatic disease, diaphragmatic hernia, intra-abdominal abscess, uremia also can cause it, hemothorax, cyclothorax, and MEC disease that is mostly occurs in female. Now let's see the features of transudative and exudative. Now in appearance, transudative will be clear. But exudate will be amber color, cloudy, or hemorrhagic. Consistency in transudate, it will be non sticky. In exudate, it will be sticky. Consistency, protein, absolute value that is pleural fluid uh, by serum ratio, it will be less than 0 gram per dl in transudate or less than 0 0.5. But in exudate, it will be more than 3. 0 gram per dl and the pleural fluid by serum ratio it will be more than 0 0.5. Lactose dehydrogenase uh, absolute value will be like uh, in transudate less than 200 IU per L but in exudate it will be more than 200 IU per L. Pleural fluid by serum ratio it will be less than 0 0.6 but in exudate it will be more than 0 0.6. LDH it will be like less than two thirds of the normal upper limit of serum LDH. But in exudate, it will be more than two-thirds of normal upper limit of serum LDH. Glucose in transudate will be more than 60 mg per dl, but in exudate, it is just reversed. It is less than 60 mg per dl. Specific gravity, it will be less than 1.016, but in exudate, it will be more than 1.016. pH will be, in transudate, it will be more than 7.3, but in exudate, it will be less than 7.3. Leukocyte uh, and total leukocyte individual Leukocyte will be like in transudate, it will be less than 100,000 uh, per uh, mm cube, and it will be more than 50% lymphocyte or mononucleoside. But in exudate, it will be more than 1,000 per mm cube, uh, more than 50% uh, lymphocyte, more than 50% polymorphs, accurate that is depth of acute inflammation. In microbiology, you can see transudate is negative, exudate is positive. The exudate, all the features also. Uh, called as lights criteria. Now, what is subpulmonic effusion? Subpulmonic effusion is a small effusion lying underneath the lung. Clinically, detection of the subpulmonic effusion is difficult, but we can detect in the radiological feature like X-ray in PFU in erect position. It also apparent elevation of hemidiaphragm, lateral displacement, and slight flattening of the apparent dome of diaphragm. Diagnosis of the massive pleural effusion in massive pleural effusion, dullness extends up to the second intercostal space or above. 
Radiologically, it produces dense opacity of hemothorax and venational shift in uh, radiology, X-ray you can see. Usually, it is designed at mild, less than 500 ml, moderate, 500 to 1,500 ml, massive, more than 1,500 ml, according to a collection of fluid in the pleural space. Massive pleural are produced from the malignancy, congenital uh, cardiac failure, TB, stresses of the liver, and trauma. What can be the complication of pleural effusion? Pleural effusion complication can be like thickening of the pleura, emphyma, thoracis, collapse of the lung, followed by fibrosis, spread of infection like TB to pericardium and peritoneum, cardiorespiratory embarrassment as a result of massive pleural effusion, hydropneumothorax may develop after pleural aspiration, para pneumonic effusion, it is a pleural effusion associated with bacterial and pneumonia, lung abscess, and bronchitis. Now, what are the investigations? How to detect pleural effusion? Do to detect a pleural effusion are first the chest X-ray, UA, PA, uh, erect posture. If there is minimum of 200 ml of fluid uh, is there, then the detection can be through the chest X-ray. 50 ml of pleural effusion can be uh, detected on lateral chest X-ray. That is uh, post uh, posterior costophrenic angle blunting can be seen. And features on the X-ray will be like uh, obliteration of the costophrenic angle a dense uniform opacity in the lower and lateral part of the hemithorax, upper border of opacity is concave upward and highest lateral, mediational shift to opposite sides, massive in massive effusion. And the USG you can detect uh, when there is small as like 5 ml of effusion is there, you can detect in USG. Can uh, differentiate loculatory pleural effusion from pleural tumor or pleural uh, thickening. Pleural uh, fluid analysis the lights criteria I have already shown you here in exit. Exit is the lights criteria. In this uh, in lab, we can detect all the protein, LDH, glucose level, everything we can detect, and it is exit lights criteria. Now the other we can do like pure biopsy indicates some exit data diagnosis. Other investigation we can do is TLC, DLC, ESR, protein, sugar, LDHM. MLS, rheumatoid factors, you can do sputum examination also, you can do for tubercular bacilli and malignant cell, Mantax test we can do because LTV is associated. Now what the treatment, the main part. Now the treatment will be, first of all, the underlying the uh, cause. Like if the infection will give antibiotics and others, and therapeutic aspiration. We have to aspirate the fluid from the pleural space to relieve the dyspnea. Not more than one liter should be removed at one time because it may cause the expansion of a pulmonary edema. Now, insertion of the chest tube is also helpful in case of rapid reaccumulation of fluid. And pleurodesis for malignant diffusion, pleurodesis can be done, like retained uh, medicine will be injected in the pleural space so that there will be no accumulation. Now, what we can do clinically? Now, let's correlate it clinically. How a case of pleural effusion uh, in respiratory system uh, patient will be uh, seen. Like example, a 30 years old male presented with chief complaint of evening rise of temperature for one month, left-sided chest pain since one month, shortness of breath since 20 days. Now also the history will be like he, he was apparently well before one month. He developed pain in the lower chest, left side, which was insidious on set and progressively increasing in severity. The pain was sharp and stabbing in nature with no radiation to any other side aggravated on inspiration and on coughing and moderate in severity. It was associated with heaviness of the left side 
of chest. So you can see that left side is more prominent. So the effusion is in the left side. You can now keep a picture in your mind. He also complained of fever since one month. Now fever is one month since means you can see that there is seersod infection. You can keep in this mind, which was incidental set and used to increase during evening. It was mild documented to be uh, uh, 90 degree Fahrenheit. Sorry, it was 90 degree Fahrenheit, 200 degree Fahrenheit relieved with medication like paracetamol. He was complained of shortness of breath since 20 days, which was insidious in onset, gradually progressively aggravated and execution uh, exertion on lying down and improved during sitting position. He also developed inter intermittent cough with the sputum production. There was history of weight loss, uh, and uh, there is no history of suggestive of orthopnea, PND, and palpation. And uh, there is no history of the PND, you can know it is a, a paroxysmal nocturnal dyspnea. Now, the no history of vomiting, uh, hematosis, pain abdomen. No history of headache, loss of consciousness, syncope, etc. Past history, there is history of TB. Now you got the picture. So, this past history of TB means there is infection for here. Now, no history of diabetes mellitus, hypertension, asthma, pneumonia, family history shows no history of illness in family with no history of TB and other major illness in member. Personal history shows that he, is, he was taking cigarette five cigarettes per day for 10 years. So, now you can check out the pack here that is uh, years into. Uh, per day by 20 because in a size of cigarette 20 are there. So 2.5 per year, non-alcoholic, non-vegetarian, no allergic history. Now let's do examination. When a patient come, you will do examination. So in this patient also you will do examination. First you will see the patient. So you can say that the patient is conscious, cooperative, well-oriented to time, pleasant person, ill-looking, sitting comfortably on bed with thin build. And now we can note down the vital and say that vital BP is 120 by 80 mm of SD. Taken on right arm in sitting position, pulse like 78 beats per minute, regular, normovolemic, no uh, radio radial or radio femoral delay. Condition of arterial wall seems to be normal and all peripheral pulses are palpable. Respiratory rate is 18 per minute, regular, abdominal thoracic, thoracic and temperature is 92 Fahrenheit. Taken on right axilla. Color, stress, clubbing, lymphadenopathy, edema, and dehydration are present. That is pickled, short code. Now, when we do the systemic examination, we can see the upper respiratory examination, no abnormality detected. Uh, examination of chest on inspection, chest was bilaterally symmetrical, no deformity, fullness of interpostal spaces on the left side of the uh, chest, diminished movement of chest on the left side, increased respiratory rate, that is 26 beats per minute, no venous engorgement, no visible apical impulse, uh, no scar present. And on palpitation, temperature is not raised and uh, there is no tenderness, diminished movement of the left side of the chest, uh, chest expansion reduced to left side, uh, AP and transfer diameter of the chest is 25 to 30, tracheal shifted to right side. So you are getting a clear picture in mind what happened and uh, what is the effusion is. Vocal parameters reduced on left side, um, on percussion, dullness on percussion, left side, left lower chest. Uh, anterior, lateral, and posterior wall, there is dullness on auscultation, breath sound diminished on the left side, uh, normal vesicular breath sound elsewhere, no added sound, vocal rigidness decreased in the left uh, lower chest, and the CVS window is the CVS exemption, that's S1, S2, M0, no murmur. And uh, per abdominal, no abdominal detector, CNS grossly intact. So you can diagnose that left sided massive preliffusion 
involving lower, middle, and upper lobe, most probably tubercular origin because he has history of tuberculosis and left side because there was a history of frequently the left side is having abnormality, everything in exemption, everything. So this is the diagnosis. Thank you uh, for listening. So hope this uh, lecture of refusion with a clinical picture yes, was helpful for you. And uh, these notes I will uh, put in M4PG premium group. And you can join the group in uh, Anthropology Twice group also in Telegram, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. For uh, M4PG premium group, you can see this link. But there will be uh, discussion only from the verified medicos and no spam, nothing. So uh, see you in next lecture with uh, next topic with case. I'll make sure that every time I will bring a clinical case with the notes. Thank you.